Hey everybody, this is Chris Bradley here and I am drinking at Moe's. Hey everybody, Big Mo here wanting to thank Reaper Apparel for having Drinking at Moe's be a brand ambassador. They encourage everybody to break out of their comfort zone, live their best self, which, hey, that's what got me started in the podcast. They have great apparel, t-shirts, hoodies, hats, beanies, you name it, they got it. The link will be in the description. Be sure to use the code Drinking at Moe's to get 10% off your order. Let's fucking go. All right, everybody. Welcome, Drinking and Mo's. Big Mo here, as always. YouTube, like, subscribe, share all the good stuff because it helps with the pain in the ass algorithm they got over there. We're most places you can find your podcast today. I'm excited to have with me Christian Ross. How you doing? Yo, what's going on, my guy? What's going on, my dude? Oh, I'm not a whole lot. I've had a pretty busy week recording. I've really only had one day off where I didn't have at least one. Jeez, and, you're you're keeping busy, bro. You know that's what the business is about, bro. Keeping busy and you know keeping at it. Oh, but it yeah. gets tired as fuck. So I understand. Oh, I don't know if curses allowed or not. Please. Uh, oh, oh, I curse, curse. <laughs> I I think YouTube's getting a little relaxed with it now. And shit, I wasn't getting monetized yet anyway. So whatever. <laughs> But yeah, no, I've had, you know, I've been becoming pretty good friends with the people at uh, Warrior Wrestling in Chicago. So oh, I, nice, tend nice. to, I tend to do, uh, whenever they got a show coming up, have the promoter on and we run down the card, do kind of a preview show. Uh, that's, that's dope. That's dope. That's pretty dope. Pretty oh, dope. Yeah. Got a pretty dope uh, roster over there, too, as well. Oh, yeah. No, I've been. They got one coming up a week from tonight where I believe Casey Navarro going up against Matt Cardona. They got Warhorse against Takeshita. So I think Casey's up. champ over there, right? Oh, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, he, that he is. That'd be him and Cardona part two, too, as well. I was yeah. going to say, yeah, I was pretty sure they'd faced off before. Faced off one match before, yeah. I'm pretty, yep. I'm pretty cool in a. I'm pretty cool with them, but you know we know each other. Um, me and um, KC had the sh- same trainer, which was Preacher. So, um, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So early on in my career, you know, he would come through and wrestle some of the guys like Dylan McKay, you know, who also trained with me as well, too, like that. So yeah, okay. and then plus I've seen him on a bunch of shows that I'm on and vice versa and stuff like that. Oh so, yeah, and, no, and awesome. Same thing awesome. with Cardona. I'll actually. Um, uh, be on a show with him next week in Philly, so that'll be pretty cool as well. Hey, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yep. First thing I like, first question I like to start off with everybody with, you know, mostly first timers because there's no real reason to ask it a second time. What got you started as a fan, and then what got you started, you know, when you finally decided to make the leap into the business? Um. I've been a fan, I guess. Well, my family's really been a fan before me. You know, they were taking me to the shows and WWE shows, you know, since I was like a baby, like a little kid when we come here with Spectrum back then. I was a little, little baby. But, you know, as I got older, you know, we're collecting the figures and all the, 
school. We would watch the pay-per-views and shit. So, like, I've been a huge fan growing up. Oh, and, uh, as we got older, we did, like, backyard wrestling and shit, you mm. know? <laughs> and um, a few of my boys went on the train, stuff like that. <laughs> One of them's actually in WWE now, uh, Gacy. Um, but oh, we all did that for, uh, for a minute, you know? And um, some of the clicks started earlier, some started later. Um, okay. So I knew I wanted to I knew I wanted to do it. It was just a matter of when. And um, when me and Bradley met uh, Tremont, uh, it seemed like the right spot to do it, you know? Oh, um, yeah. Always good dude, you know, good spirits, and he's done everything in the business. So oh, why that, not be yeah. under the tutelage or somebody like that, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he's – you consider – I mean, especially deathmatch wrestling, he, like people talk about – Mount Rushmore's of this or that. Matt Tremont's on there for death matches oh, for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. He's on he's on a lot of people's lists for sure. And he's definitely one of the top American deathmatch wrestlers in the world. Oh um, most definitely. Deathmatch wrestling and you know, wanting to get in that genre and create that art. Um definitely being under Matt was um was huge for that for sure. Oh, I can I can only imagine. I know I was supposed to actually have him on the podcast, but with you know the schedule he keeps and you know having to run H2O and all that, it kind of got pushed back a bit. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe we'll get him get him on great. here. He's a good guy. Definitely you'll get a good interview out of him. Oh um, he, he has tons and tons of stories. I mean you could sit with the guy for hours. <laughs> oh I, I I imagine I mean I've had some well, I've had some pretty big names from, you know, not just death matches, but especially death matches in like Alex Cologne. I had him on like a while back and he, something cool that I remember with him was he was telling me after we got done recording that he was attempting to invest in some new kick pads. So he was like wanting to sell them off the old oh. ones. So I got ring worn signed kick pads in my basement ready to get That's ready awesome. to get displayed in- as well too, Alex. I knew Alex growing up too. Um, you know, we were all kind of like friends with like the same clique. Mm-hmm. You know, him, Joe, LJ Cruz and like mm-hmm. them guys, you know. So like I've knew them guys for now like thirteen years now. <laughs> Boy. Yeah, and- I know. Another one that I was particularly excited about, um, Madman Pondo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pondo's an awesome dude, too. Like, when he's in the locker room, he's just so chill, and he's himself, too. He's himself, which makes it better, you know? And oh, Pondo's yeah. done everything, too. He's another guy who's been all around, probably everything. You oh, know, oh, yeah. No, I, that one was a fun one. He... He definitely had some entertaining stories and definitely a bit of a character, but hey, I love it. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. <laughs> and, you know, you kind of mentioned going back to Tremont about training with him and I believe it was there at H2O. Correct me if I'm wrong there. What was that? I didn't hear you. Um training with Tremont and it was there at H2O, wasn't it? Hardcore hustle. Yeah, 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 yeah. I trained there, H2O. Um, Matt was the uh owner and head trainer. 
And then we also had a preacher, Phineas James, who uh, came from the CZW, come over and help out. So that was big to have because he had a lot of them talent that, you know, were making a name for herself out of CZW that, you know, who was pretty much the one school when I was, you know, coming up. Mm. So it was awesome. Awesome having like two guys like that around. Dope. Yeah, I was because I was gonna say I was wondering what it what it was like to be trained by, you know, I mean obviously Tremont, you know, there because you know everybody has their stories of getting trained and what their their trainers kind of style was with teaching everybody. What right, was exactly. it like like with the Tremont? How was he getting down? He's gonna make sure you're not a fucking bunk. He's going to make sure you hit them fucking ropes. Um, he's going to make sure your strikes are fucking on point. Uh, he's going to make sure all your meat and potatoes, all your basic shit, you're going to do it redundant. You're going to keep doing it. You're going to bust your ass doing it. But it only makes you better the more reps you get at it. No? Oh, no. He, he definitely comes across like a guy that would have that no-nonsense, you know, exactly. get back to basic style of it to make sure exactly. you get all that down right you don't know that shit and you don't perfect that shit, none of the other shit fucking matters because your shit's going to look like slop. So by having him there, teaching us the right way, the way he learned it uh, was definitely huge for sure. Oh, I, I can imagine. Is you know, you, you hear stories of those people that it's like they're kind of hands-off when it comes to training. And yeah. Knowing guy Matt, Tremont definitely comes across as a guy that definitely was not hands-off. Exactly, exactly. You'll know um, by going through Matt's class whether this is for you or for not, pretty much. Long story short. <laughs> oh, I can, I can imagine. Correct me if I'm wrong, he is, he is kind of stepping away from the active training part. At least that's the way it was looking on Facebook there. Yeah, it looks like he's going to have a huge announcement tomorrow night. Um, he had that brutal 700 light two match. Oh yeah, I, I saw that. almost damn their week. Um, so you know, his future, you know. But before that, before even that match, though, um, to answer your question, yeah, he's, he closed down the school, you know. But he's still running, you know, the H two O or the oh yeah, H two O still thing. around. That's still around. That's not going nowhere. Before as like training, and like the student wise, and all the kids that've been there, or or you know, um who was there, uh, they all graduated from there now, even, like, the newer kids, like the Brian Nails and the Duncan Aleem kids. They're, like, the Rocket kids. They're, like, the last bunch. Um, yeah. Me, Bradley, like, Marcus, Dylan, like, we were, Austin, Luke, we were kind of the first bunch that, you know, that graduated and got out, got out in the world and started doing our thing. And then the last bunch just ended in, in um, I guess Matt just wanted to end of school there, you know, if focus fully on H2O and, you know, his career. And then, um, his outside bookings as well, because it's a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Keeping up, yeah. you know, with wishes on time and, <laughs> you know, like kids coming in and out and waiver oh, yeah. and this and that. So, you, you parents, <laughs> it's yeah. like teacher, literally, you know. So, I can understand that point of it, not even knowing the full story, but just for me, just being on the outside looking in was like, oh, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I don't blame yeah. anybody. Oh, no, I, I can totally can understand, you know, running yeah. the promotion, running your own bookings, and then having the school on top of that, you know, it, it, that's yeah. a ton to deal with. So, you know, getting one of those off the plate, 
yeah, I think yeah. You're kind of alleviating it a little bit. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Now and he likes no. he likes done the right way, so he don't like to have you know he'll have guest trainers come in you know and do seminars things of that nature, but you know he likes to be hands on. So I definitely feel him with so much on his plate that that was probably a good decision to make right now, so he can focus oh. a little more. Oh no, I I totally agree, and you know we talked a little bit about. Bradley, I actually had him on the podcast. Like, good lord, I'm trying to remember when I released his episode. It was a few months ago, but that was a good episode. And you know, you have actually not only teamed up with him and won tag tiles with him, you've also faced off with him a handful of times. Yeah, we still have a a few left in us too because we're still in that best of series in ICW. Um, that you guys are going to see really soon. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, we grew up together, like, outside of business, like, growing up, South Philly together, so we always been cool. Um, and then we went to Tree Months together, we trained together. Um, so it was kind of like, you know, bread and butter when we, when we became a tag team, you know? Um, oh, yeah. it, it only made sense. We knew each other, we knew each other's style, we knew each other's chemistry, we drive together, you know, so... It made sense totally. And the funny oh. thing, here's the funny thing: my first outside booking, it's probably like six months into business, was against him. <laughs> Five years later, and I'm still fighting him. <laughs> and the first, <laughs> said something to us uh, when we did our first outside booking because he was on the card that night as well. He was like, "You guys are going to do this match all over the fucking world," <laughs> and like it's crazy. Because, like, five years later, we're still doing it all over the world. So, it's, like, it's like something that, like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, no, no, most definitely. And, I mean, oops, my phone started to slip there. There we go. We're, we got it set up. Anyways, going back to some of the matches going up against him, correct me if I'm wrong, but here soon, you guys are actually facing off part of a match Believe, uh, believe it might be tomorrow as of recording this, but it's you two and against somebody that another person I'm trying to kind of coordinate with, Jess Moss, and I'm forgetting, but it's a four-way match. Fatal four-way match. Fatal four-way match. It's interesting um, because we faced off against Declan and Jess Moss many times, but now it's a fatal four-way match. I won't know until tomorrow if it's elimination. That'll make it really interesting. Um, I doubt it would. One ball to the finish, that'll make it really interesting as well because naturally I'm, I'm a fighter and I want to win. You know, I get paid <laughs> fight, I get paid that I want to win my match, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's going to be really interesting going into that tomorrow. It's a death match too, so. Oh, yeah. A lot of fuckery going around, as Larry would say. <laughs> oh. uh, and, uh, yeah, we're going to go out there and it's going to be a, it's going to be a banger. It's going to be a banger. I, I'm looking forward to it for sure. And talking a lot about the deathmatch wrestling, I think a lot of people who don't really understand deathmatch wrestling, I mean, even maybe some that do, might ask this question, why? <laughs> why do it? Or, or why? Yeah, why? Yeah, why, why do it? Because people... The deathmatch wrestling and you know some of the carnage that comes with it and 
might wonder why would somebody volunteer for that? <laughs> it's something that you that me as a fan grew up around. Like my buddy, when he took me to my first show, it was at the arena at BZW show, and uh, I see nothing but fuckery, cool dudes doing flips, fucking shoot promos, and it's fucking awesome. And I'm fucking row three. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> When did this shit exist? Like, and, oh, and then yeah. you, know, you gravitate towards it, and then some of your favorites are doing the death matches, you know, mm-hmm. and then innovate it. It becomes like an art, and like oh, yeah. it's something that just makes you just gravitate on and, and want to do it too, you know. Oh yeah, um, yeah. It's it's a big adrenaline rush. It's not for everybody. I'll say <laughs> that for sure. Definitely oh, not for no pussy going into this shit at all. Um, but it's yeah. real real that's what i oh, like and it's fans oh. there you know they know this fucking shit's real this guy's really fucking bleeding this guy's really taking this shit and i'm an intense wrestler you know one of my <laughs> favorite wrestlers fucking brock lesnar he's a fucking intense wrestler mm. so oh, yeah i grew up watching a guy like that who, who likes to keep the, a fucking shoot fight deathmatch wrestling's fucking right up my alley so yeah oh yeah that is oh. that is the reason <laughs> oh yeah no and like i've always been a fan of it i remember funny thing when my wife and i had to live with my mother-in-law for a while i was watching i believe it was gcw but Mm -hmm. they were having a death match there and my mother-in-law came in sat down and started watching it's like isn't this illegal i'm like (laughs) nah (laughs) <laughs> everybody yeah would either think you're crazy or nuts for watching this shit but <laughs> once you, get there, you get in the action and you see the fans and how everybody's interacting and oh oh yeah and i mean i've been a part of you know getting to watch some shows with death matches i know one death matches coming up in the future um there's, uh, can you repeat that again? I don't know. If I Are you doing at shows in the future coming up that you know about at least? Um, man, ones that I'm going to. I mean, I found out about one kind of late that's actually happening tonight. But I was like, okay. it, it's one ran by uh, the Carver, his promotion that they run so, mostly out in Iowa. But they've been coming to Omaha where mm-hmm. I live now. But you know, I do I do enjoy their shows. So maybe one of the next times they come back to Omaha. But uh my first ever show with a death match in it was actually for Sammy Callahan's promotion, Wrestling mm-hmm. Revolver. Mm-hmm. And it was Jake Chris versus Joel Bateman. Oh yeah, I actually was just talking to Joel too. Me and him just had a conversation. <laughs> uh, I was like, Joel, you come back to the stage, and I see he's coming back in all this. <laughs> That's but, uh, awesome. Joel, Joel's a cool dude, man. Joel's somebody um, I definitely want to get in the ring with soon for sure. Like when he's back, you know, or one of these things back or whatnot. Um, he's a cool dude to watch live. Glad you caught that match. Jake's a cool dude to watch live. Oh, Glad. Oh, yeah. You I've I've actually had Jake on 
it was shortly after the video came out of him burning the IWA Mid-South belt. That uh, was a great promo, too, wasn't it? Oh, God, yeah. We, we talked a lot about that. <laughs> but that, I remember the, the match at that show was crazy because the match before it was a Monsters Ball match with, like, I'm wanting to say four, maybe six people. And they were okay. getting ready to clean. They were getting ready to clean up some of this shit because there was like thumbtacks and all sorts of other fuckery all around the ring. Yeah, Jake comes rolling in. It's like fuck that. Leave it. Let's go. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's and, oh man. And the the ending of it, I I often ask you a question towards the end of the show about the craziest in match moment. That was the ending of that match craziest in-match moment i've ever seen oh baby oh man they four folding chairs and then they bridged two panes of glass on it and then i see i see uh bobby olsen coming in and i see him pull out something from his pocket and lighter fluid and i'm like oh god (laughs) no it can't get any worse right and they light the glass on fire and oh, then they, man. Jake That's, and Joel go through the glass, and I'm like, my jaw is on the floor. Fucking crazy bastards, man. <laughs> oh, God. I actually talked with both of them after the match, and I'm like, dude, that was the absolute craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. That is an insane spot. That's, that's fucking insane. Oh, that's... God. The, the fact that they were both walking around and in relative good spirits after that i'm like god damn how do you yeah that's fucking insane <laughs> oh god yeah they even be walking around your adrenaline's still up for a little bit after the matches it's when no. the adrenaline wears down <laughs> you feel everything oh yeah no oh god i so many memories of that match and oh boy the promotion that is running the show here in town tonight i've actually been to a show of theirs okay craziest damn stuff because there's no rain no shit (laughs) i remember somebody getting hit in the head with a light tube and the the metal part at the end flew off and hit me in the foot oh shit and then they have a thing where if you buy the VIP ticket to the show, you get entered into this raffle, and I'm not thinking I'm going to win. I'm like, I don't win anything. Yeah, yeah, you are. And then Carver walks over and hands me a section of a door that was broken in a match, signed, <laughs> signed by everybody that was on the show. And I didn't realize this, but the first time my wife saw it, she was like, is that blood? I, I looked over, I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess that is. That's blood. <laughs> That's awesome, though, that you wanted shit, though, man. That's cool, man. It makes the moment better, you know, man? Oh, yeah. And it, it was just, dope, man. It's cool it to see. Just, There's fans that come to the shows, right, that do raffles down, shows that I'm on. I'm 6'3", so I'll see them around intermission. They'll be like, hey, man, can I? Can I do? Can you do my raffle tickets? Because it's like, you know, it goes as tall as the person. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I got you. <laughs> I did it for a guy last night's show, and he actually won off that. So yeah, <laughs> no kid. Yeah, 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 yep. Yeah, 
I remember that show. I wasn't thinking I was going to win because, like I said, I don't really win stuff yeah. that much. I feel so, you on that. I feel like that's kind of like my luck, too, you know? And I'm a casino person, but when I'm up, I fucking leave because I know my luck ain't but so good. <laughs> oh, good Lord. My, I wish I had the luck that my wife has because we're, we're, big into, we're big into country music. We've gone to a whole bunch of country so- concerts. And two of the past ones that we went to, she won contests on the radio for meet and greets. Oh, shit. And actually, we went to one at the Kansas City Chiefs Stadium, and she's like uber fan of this guy. And actually won VIP meet and greet passes on to before the show. And I'm like, God damn, I wish I had the luck you do. (laughs) Yeah, right. That's fucking cool, though, man. Oh, yeah. It went shit like that. You know, I don't have that kind of luck. So I feel like I. like that man oh i normally don't either now one promotion that i wanted to bring up because they're also known for some pretty crazy shit who's that icw no holds barred oh yeah let's talk about it give me a sec let's talk about it let's talk about it i remember when i first had the sat on they were mentioning gonna be on one of their shows and t- I was like, you know what? Okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna watch. And then I'm like, holy shit! Like the ones in the chains where they like the ropes are just yeah. chains and shit. I'm like, god damn. It's different over there, man. It's different. What Danny's doing is special. I mean, ICW uh, is is fucking a different animal. It's a different ball game. It's fucking special over there, dude. The environment uh, from the setup uh, to the fucking fans. To uh, Danny getting everybody hyped up in the beginning, the oh, guys in the locker room, everybody's a fucking badass back there. Everybody's gonna go out full on one hundred and ten percent. That shit right there, ICW dude, they put on every fucking show and they go hard every fucking time. So yeah, oh, it's, it's a oh, different, mo- it's a fun ball game there. Oh, mo- most definitely. Like I, my other favorite shows of theirs are those. Uh, I'm trying to remember if it. it the ones with the pit fighter, the pit, the pit yeah, fire pit one, pit fighter. They're interesting. They're interesting. Oh. The pit fighter one. They're very interesting. But you never know the setup. <laughs> sometimes it might be a cage. Sometimes it might be. You don't know what you're getting into a pit fighter. So I like it. It's a different. It's a different element. I you know, think you all, all ones... you know, there's no ropes in none of this shit. No. You got to just go out there and you and your opponent. You guys are just gonna fucking fight and it's a bunch of fuckery around. So yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I think all the ones that I've seen were page ones, but still watching that shit, I'm like, God damn, this is like the definition of intense right here. Mm-hmm. They're fun shows live too, babe. You can catch one in the future. Catch one in oh, the future, babe. M- most definitely. Definitely. They're, they're pretty fucking intense, man. Oh my god, yeah. I, I would sure love to be in the crowd for one of those because they just oh there there's something about the crowd at those pit fighter shows. I'm like, I want to be a part of that. Yeah, yeah, it's the atmosphere there, man. It's it's louder there than what you hear on like IWTV. So it's fucking it's intense. It's intense. Oh, oh I can imagine. Now I I like to ask this a lot about you know, 
every, people talk about having bucket lists of, you know, I've had wrestlers coming up on and talking about, you know, bucket lists of people they'd like to face, places they'd like to go. What were you have some places or some people that might be on one of those for you if you have it? Well, I've been getting a lot of interest from a lot of different companies. Um, one you're going to see announced really soon. And then, um, and everybody's bucket list, I think, is different. Um, mine, either in the peer, whether it's tag team matches or uh, deathmatch wrestling, everybody wants to see me and Bradley versus uh, Mance and Matt Justice. They think we're going to oh. have guys are gonna go out there we're gonna fucking kill each other and um you know the place to do it's two places pretty much in mind right now the h2o or gcw oh, but yeah. when that happens i think everybody's gonna get a treat and um i think that's gonna be worth everybody's money as well you, you know what i don't know why i wasn't thinking about that one before i asked that question but yeah mm-hmm. i can definitely see it because i've actually got to see Mance and uh well three of the the uh second gear crew guys again at yeah. wrestling revolver and I always and most of them end up responding when I mm-hmm. tweet this out kind of jokingly but I say that uh Thing gear crew matches need to be sponsored by like Home Depot or something with all the shit that goes flying around. You're not kidding. You're not kidding. That's fucking hilarious. And I'm really cool with Banders too. And um, we've actually talked about wrestling revolver before, you know, uh, especially he's up in the Jersey area. He talks about, you know, take a ride down there, you know, come work one of them shows. So I definitely have yeah. to. And I think wrestling revolvers. It's always like a loaded, nice card. That's a card that I'll definitely consider in the future too, as well. Oh so yeah, something I'm definitely going to look forward to. You know, I I've been lucky enough to have a handful of people on the podcast that have stepped through those doors. I've had hell, I've had the ring announcer on before, and I know they kind of flip flop between, for the most part, Des Moines and Ohio, but yeah. From the handful that I've been there for Revolver, it's like a, it's like a damn party the whole show. Yeah, that's what you want though. You want that party, rock star atmosphere. You know, you want to feel like you're at a fucking concert and there's fucking shit going on. You know, like that's what I love. You know, I like a energetic crowd that's fucking into the show. You know, like oh yeah, yeah. I can definitely, definitely agree because you know you don't want to be in front of one of those. Crowds that it's just like, yeah, yeah, they're just dead. They're there, but you know, they're there. Yeah, they're there, but they're not there. Yeah, exactly, exactly, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, you want those as like they're on their feet the whole fucking show and just That's making noise. One hundred percent. It gets you more into the match, you know. Oh, totally. Now I have two categories that I kind of round stuff off with the show with. One's a bit of a name game where I try to theme it towards the guests, you know, people that you've shared a locker room with, if not shared the ring with in one way or another, and you give me your quick thoughts on the person. 
So first one on this list, one of your trainers, Matt Tremont. <laughs> and so what exactly is the question? Uh, uh, just quick thoughts on the person. Oh, Tremont. Tremont's great dude, great knowledge. He's a super cool person. Come up and talk to him. Like He's like really cool, by the way. Really nice guy. And when he goes out to the ring, he just flips on a different switch. Like mm. It's like no other. I don't know if the theme song getting him pumped up or what. And <laughs> I can up, imagine. He's one of the best deathmatch wrestlers of all time. Oh, one of the best promos guys of all time. He's oh, done yeah. everything you can do in the business. He's won multiple tournaments. Um, he's a friend of mine, uh, a teacher of mine, a guy I still look up to. A uh, guy that's oh. helped get places in the business. A guy who, uh, if he can give his right hand, he always tries to give his right hand to you. And he's just one of the good guys left in the business, you know, one of the oh, real ones. Most definitely. And you bring up a a good thought that I was just having with you know when the that camera flips on, that red light's going, and that music hits. There's like boom, that switch flips up. Very much reminiscent of what I see with uh, uh, Nick Gage. Yeah, yeah. Like that, that, that first notes of that music hits and then yeah, it you, comes through you, and it's just like a goddamn mosh pit. You don't even have to be in the ring with Gage. You could be in the locker room and that'll get you hype hearing that. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> the energy from, you know, him and Tremont, man, from their entrances alone, how can that not get you pumped up for a oh, show? Man. Like hard watching it, like you just automatically, you know, you automatically get hype and excited for that fucking shit, man. So yeah, oh, man, yeah. for sure, no, most, most definitely watching the both of them really watching, you know, how the crowd reacts right when they step out and that music's going. I know for me for sure that I'm like, God damn it, I want to be there. I want to be a part of that. <laughs> Get there. Get there, brother. Get there. Oh, most <laughs> definitely. Going to definitely be doing my best to try to do that. Next two guys on the list have actually been former guests of mine. First of the two, the current reigning defending CZW Tournament of Death champion, Bobby Beverly, the Bev. Mm. The Bev. The Bev is one of the first guys in the business that actually elevated my career um, by wrestling him and Eric Ryan when we had the tag belts. By losing that match, it helped us tremendously because when we won it back from them, it gave us such a big pop, a big momentum. And I can't thank Bev outside of the ring um, for how much he's helped my career. Um, even in other locker rooms, when I see him on different shows, so he's super respectful and shit. And um, always good advice and shit. And he's helped my career more than he knows. So that was mm. one of the good ones. And Bev fucking tears his, tears his fucking shit up. Bev needs oh. to be everywhere. He needs to be everywhere. Oh, most, most definitely. Right now. Next guy, the second one that I mentioned was a former guest. The Bloodbath Mahimus Tank. Tank. Oh, man. Tank's such a good guy, man. Like, Outside of the ring, he's like such a cool, laid back fucking guy. Now, here's a moment for you. I'm gonna tell you, uh, I see W in Chattanooga. I'm sitting mm. in the ring, 
Voorhees show, a uh, Vortex show, and fucking, you hear Tank's music in Tank's hometown. I've heard Tremont's music all the time in his hometown, but then I heard Tank's in his hometown. I'm like, God damn, he's like a fucking god down here. <laughs> that alone, his entrance, his fucking guy doing his fucking announcement for him, like, I sat back and I like I'm literally was like I'm gonna take this in. I literally just took it in. I literally watched the whole crowd and it got me fucking so juiced up that I was so fucking ready to fucking go. And that <laughs> right there is why I love pro wrestling for fucking shit like that. I'm sitting in a oh, ring, yeah. I'm now crowds on fire. You're in his hometown and like you guys are fucking going at it for the first time and it's gonna be a fucking bloodbath. Like let's fucking go. Like that's oh, the. Yeah. I fucking love right there. Thanks to fucking man too, dude. Oh yeah, no, I loved having him on. I've actually had he put me over heavy in the in the ring after the match. I mean, it's moments like that that you don't even know that are coming, and coming from them guys, it means a fucking lot. So yeah. Oh yeah, no, I can imagine. I've actually had his his manager, the Reverend, on. Love them. Oh love man, that was a great show. I loved having. I love that. the Rev. <laughs> Oh man, that was that was a good one. But yeah, I oh man, I remember. I'm trying to. Revolver has done this, and I've actually had it at uh, when my podcast got invited to Warrior Wrestling stop in St. Louis a little over a year ago, where I had some matches there that got me hyped up pretty good. I think yeah. uh, he's going. Now backed by his original WWE name, uh, Bronson Reed up against Jeff Cobb that night. Nice, nice, nice. Oh, my God. I was sitting close enough that you can imagine that's enough of a damn hoss fight. When those two two dudes chopped each other, chopped each other so hard, you can literally (laughs) see individual beads of sweat just flying off. And I'm like, God Damn, this is fucking I, awesome. I have a story for you that you mentioned Brunson Reed. So when Brunson first got released from NXT's WWE contract, um, uh, a buddy promoter of mine, uh, Sean Henderson, hit me up and was like, "Hey man, um, would you be interested in working Brunson Reed if I can get him? Uh, if I get in contact with him and get him booked, I want to bring him in. I think you guys have a banger fucking match." <gasps> that thing that to me got me like. So juiced up because I was watching Brunson Reed fucking kill it. So I'm like, yeah, for sure. The match never happened, but came up, dude. Like it, it got me thinking of like shit that we could fucking do. And he's a fucking killer athlete, dude. I'm happy he's back and paid, you know. Oh yeah, no, I remember there were some people that were kind of lackluster with his return, but I'm like, knowing that like I met the guy and I actually did a short episode with him for the podcast that's awesome and, and i was like oh my god yes 100 percent, yeah like i got a WWE guy with my shit fuck yeah man fuck yeah, yeah. Fuck now yeah. the other big name show in town AEW, has actually had this person although maybe not as much as some people might like but sunny kiss no shit. <laughs> Sunny Kiss, I actually got to work Sunny Kiss. We actually did a main event at the uh, Inner Jenner Bonanza show. It was me, Bradley, and Marcus Matters. We took on Stan Styles, Marcus Matters' dad, Mark Angel, and um, 
Sonny Kiss, who was in for the night. Uh, great talent, great athlete, uh, charisma out this world. Um, it was a fun match, you know. The crowd was really into it. It was like it was so many different styles of wrestling going on. It was it was just a fun match for that show. That you know that yeah. crowd into like the funny and the goofy shit. You know, yeah. I think we did a slow motion spot with a shake wig. It, it got it got crazy. <laughs> Oh um, my god! I can only imagine. Fun match to go back and watch. Um, and it was it was cool. Sunny Kiss was awesome. This is during you know Sunny Kiss and I believe Janela was tag teaming on AEW around this time. Oh so yeah, it was cool. It was cool as fuck. Super yeah, cool. That's awesome. Now I have a little bit of a random question category. Some might be wrestling related. Some might not be. You just you answer how you see fit when you hear the question. Let's go. First one, I kind of mentioned that I like to ask this one. Craziest in-match moment for you? Ooh. Well, I'm definitely going to say this. When you see fucking Slack just pick up a fucking shopping cart and you're oh. standing, literally pick, you know how heavy them motherfuckers are. It's <laughs> like. I got nowhere to go. I'm on the outside. Of I got nowhere to fucking go. He picked the shopping cart above his fucking head and launched that. Bro, I was like, what the fuck is going on? So I'm down on the ground. I look up. He's fucking chewing on a lot. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I was excited, uh, scared, or I want to whip this fucking guy's ass right now, but let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I don't know what it was, but when you... All she really had to do was mention Schlack, and I'm yeah. like, oh, God, I'm in for a good story here. So, listen, the first time I'm ever in a fucking match with this guy, right, within the first three minutes of the match, he fucking pulls a pick out and starts fucking stabbing the referee. Oh. <laughs> the first three minutes of the match, they bring a second referee out. He starts fucking stabbing the second referee. <laughs> We're tearing three months building apart, throwing all the fucking chairs. Chairs are sliding in the bathroom, hitting this fucking ceiling. Three months had to fucking come out and stop the match. He's like, run it back, not here. Do that fucking shit at the showboat. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was oh awesome. my god, it was it was awesome time. It was awesome. We had a lot of, I had a lot of fun working him and Daniel here. Him and Slack in general. I mean. If that if you talk about a guy who don't get you fucking juiced up for a match, I'll wrestle Slack any day of the week. And there's people that won't wrestle him. I will wrestle him any day of the week because he's fun to wrestle. I like being in the ring with guys like that. You know, guys who are fucking straight shooters, killers. They're gonna go out there. You don't know what the fuck's coming, but we're gonna we're gonna go out. And we're gonna fucking do it. You know, it's just crazy. You know, like oh yeah, oh my god, that, that is awesome. Slack right now is the best. He's the best deathmatch wrestler in the world right now. Hands down. I think he's the face of deathmatch wrestling today. That's my honest uh, opinion. No, you know what? I would draw a picture of Slack. You know what? It would be hard to argue against that for sure. Yeah. Definitely. For sure. Next question. Favorite thing outside of wrestling, like a hobby, whatever Definitely. it might be. Bro. Me and my boys are on Call of Duty Warzone, bro. We're taking down squads, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we're on the it's, bro. We're we're ganging up. So Call of Duty Warzone. I don't know if you're familiar or not with it. It's like yeah. a, 
150 players, but it's teams of four. So now we're on the headset and we're <laughs> plotting on teams, bro. We're trying to take out the whole lobby, dude. So yeah, it's a, you know, fun time. Keeps your mind off all the bullshit. You know, oh, yeah. uh, here's your head, and then you know you're fucking vibing out with the boys. You know. Oh no, I can I can agree. I've had some games. I kind of stepped away from the Call of Duty games for a little while because I don't know what it was, but I've had too many times in a row, especially with some of the re-releases of the zombie modes, where, like, you would just be going around playing, and then all of a sudden you get bit somebody up you wouldn't know would be trying to, like get some sort of an achievement or level up something or whatever and you, you... somebody hmm? played a fucking game that make the game bad so i fucking 100 get that yeah, yeah. It, it made me step away from it for a while because i'm like dude you're sucking all the fun out of this 100 there's so many trolls that just fucking go around doing that shit and that's the shit that makes the game fucking bad you know but like yeah, other than that, you know, and there's trolls everywhere, but like, oh, the yeah, game, I so I 100% get that shit, dude. But yeah, no, I, I do agree with the whole video game thing in general, using it to kind of get in your mind off of shit for a while because you're <laughs> you might have some crazy shit on your mind, but you know, you go sit down with the controller, you're playing for a while, you're getting lost in whatever story you're in, <laughs> the fuck out for a little bit, you know. Oh, yeah, totally agree now wrestlers known traveling up and down the roads and you know everybody has their kind of pet peeves when it comes to you know some of the longer car rides what would you say is like a pet peeve of yours on a road trip (sighs) pet peeve on a road trip that's a tough one um I'm not too sure about really pet peeve. Um, really, it's just like traffic more than mm. anything. Really, the, the only pet peeve, like the holdups, the traffic, like ah yeah, shit that I'm like, fuck man, why is this? You know, we're in a another delay, we're in another delay, and like, and it's always like when you're coming home from a show, you know, yeah, or even yeah. running late for a show. It's never like the shows you're like completely on time for. Oh no! So like I, it's mainly the fucking traffic, you know. Like, oh yeah, yeah. No, I can I can totally agree. Hell, I just had I had one yesterday where the uh, person in front of me was getting in the right turn lane. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm waiting behind them, but all of a sudden they turn back left into going straight, and I'm like. I kind of honked at him because I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah. This shit, that traffic shit gets fucking annoying, dude. <laughs> oh, hell. I remember being stationed in Southern California with the Navy, and in the barracks room, the elevator had a window that overlooked the, the interstate that was just <laughs> off of off of base. And I would judge whether or not I was gonna go off base for like dinner or going to a movie or something yeah based off of how the traffic was on the interstate at the time like i'd see bumper to bumper sometimes and i'm like I fucking can't no, no. 
I can't fucking stand traffic, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nope, I am with you on that one. Ne- this one, this next question, can it, I, it's interesting because, you know, everybody has their own little take on it. What would you say is your spirit animal? As far as spirit animal, how do you define it? Oh, just uh, an animal that you think uh, goes along with your personality. I would say probably like a tiger, you know? Okay. They chase around. They're quiet, but you know that that motherfucker's up to something. You know, not too close to them, but they're fucking cool to look at, you know? Oh, yeah. There's something about him, like, I don't think we can have him as a pet, but, like, it's a fucking cool animal. He's fucking tough, you know? They got a good look to him. Off the top of my head, I would say tiger. (laughs) That's a a good one. That's a good one. I know me, I know I always tend to flip-flop between, like, either a wolf or a lion because it's like like them it's like when you you want to mess with me that's one thing but you try to mess with my family oh you're 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 in for some fucking shit that's a really good one i i agree with that one that's a good one yeah because i've always i've always told people it's like yeah you, you can say whatever the hell you want about me but you the two things you don't do with me is poke at my military service or bring my family into it. You do, yeah, you do either one of those, you're, you're fucked. Fuck yeah, man. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, I've only really ever had one person that has ever actually tested that. And yeah, yeah. let's just say <laughs> they, they tend to try to avoid me. <laughs> I don't blame them. <laughs> now th- this is also another this next question is one that I like to ask a lot because it brings up really makes people think who would you have play you in a movie oh that's a good one it's a really good one hmm let me think of that one that's really good <laughs> oh I got this guy's not even a movie star, but I think he could play me. Okay. Strahan. Or you kind of cut out there a little bit. I'm going to say Michael Strahan. You know what? I can see it. I, I'm going to say Michael I'm going to say Michael Strahan. Michael Strahan, you know, he does he does a little bit of TV. He yeah. can play hard for the movie. I'm going to I'm going to go with Michael Strahan on that one. You know. Okay. I. You know what? That was one a lot of people might not think of going the former athlete route, but yeah. I can I'm see go, it. I'm going to go Michael Strahan. I think, I think he would be able to – he's been in front of the camera a lot. I, I feel like he would he would know how to play the role good. I feel like he would – kind of got similar builds. I feel like he can – he could do it. I feel like he could do it. I would trust him. I, you know what? I I can get you there. For me, I I hell, I wouldn't even know where to fucking begin. <laughs> I, like I really wouldn't. Like I I like to 
oh god dang now now i'm thinking myself like i'm like who the hell would i even have to do it but all we gotta do is make leonardo grow the beard out for a year and you know leonardo plays every part perfect right <laughs> <laughs> like i know oh god I'm trying to think of a movie that's great <laughs> yeah like oh man i'm trying to even think of one but one of my personal favorite movies I've ever seen and people kind of give me shit because, but growing up, it was pro wrestling and Ninja Turtles for me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Secret, Secret of the ooze. Favorite fucking movie. Which movie? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Secret of the ooze. Oh, shit, there you go, buddy. <laughs> and speaking of that movie, the guy that was behind the puppet work and the voice behind Splinter from those first two yeah. is actually going to be at a comic convention here in the Omaha area at the oh, end of shit. July. That'd be fucking dope, dude. Oh, I'm so going. I'm so going. Uh, 100%, bro. Well, yeah, don't miss that shit, dude. Fuck yeah, man. Oh, I, I, already, I already went and bought a Splinter Funko Pop just to have him sign it. That's fucking awesome, man. That's fucking dope, dude. Yeah, man. Oh, Fuck good shit, man. Oh, I can't wait for that one. Now, I would feel weird if I didn't have this question on here with the name of a show like Drinking at Moe's. Favorite and least favorite drink, whether alcoholic, non, or you can name one of each if you want. All right. Well, I have a lot of favorite drinks. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of them. Uh, I love my cranberry, my goose and vodka. I love my fireball shots. I love my Jack Daniel shots. They're my go-tos. Least favorite is Bloody Mary. I was at WrestleMania in Miami, the Rock scene on. And um, first match is on. We heard the music, Daniel Bryan's music. And there's a fucking alcohol stand. I'm like, we got to get alcohol before we fucking get our seats. And they only serve Bloody Marys. Never happened. Got it. Real fucking excited. I'm at WrestleMania. Got my drink. I take a sip. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? It tastes like tomato, like like sauce or something. I didn't know. I couldn't. And me as a drinker, like, I usually like, even when I like it, I'll, I'll try to take it down to get the buzz on. Fuck no. Like, just keep in whatever they charge me at a, at a stadium for a Bloody Mary. Yeah. Fuck no. So I wound up missing the first match because Sheamus beat Daniel Bryan in like 14 seconds because I had to yeah. go get a fucking drink, man. So, like, <laughs> That's my story. Yeah, fuck yeah, fuck hate Bloody Mary. You know, I, I don't hate them, but I can definitely see you get you get them done some places, and it's just like, no. No, it won't be a second time for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know, me, I'm more of a, I'm more of a beer guy. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine with beer. I'm, I'm fine with beer. I'm, I'm cool with beer. Whatever you put in front of me, I can, I can oh, throw yeah. it in. Yeah, I, I'm a bit of an equal opportunity beer drinker. I know I, I got I got my favorites. Like I'm a big Kona Big Wave guy. I love that. Shit. Oh, nice, 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 nice. That or their longboard, probably my two favorites. Okay. Least least favorite when it comes to alcohol, and I've told this story before, but my one of my wife's cousins is a bartender here in town. And we were at her spot, and they got to talking about this one drink. And I said, I hadn't had it. So I was like, well, you're having it now. 
and yeah. it was called called Malort, and I oh. swear, it tasted like I was like I had just swallowed rubbing alcohol. <laughs> oh shit, dude, that's fucking terrible. <laughs> it took me a, it took me damn near half an hour to wash the taste out of my mouth. Oh, that's fucking terrible, dude. I feel bad for you, man. <laughs> although, although when I was washing the taste out of my mouth, I did have my favorite non-alcoholic drink, Dr. Pepper. Oh, nice, 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 nice. I'm not much my- of a soda guy anymore. Like, I kind of stayed away from soda for a while. I drink a lot of juice, Gatorades and shit like that. Okay. Powerade. I- I'm all in oh, tune. Yeah. Yeah. The soda, like it's hard to go down. My stomach feels bloated with them, so I don't fuck with the sodas really. No, I can I can understand. I know people love it. Everybody I, loves it. So like, oh yeah, whatever. Yeah. For me, it just don't work. For for me, yeah, Dr Pepper is big because, and my Not wife always. So like, my, I can understand that. <laughs> yeah, my my wife always tells me I have a problem. I tell her, and I always laugh when i tell people this that i tell her i don't have a problem i have it figured out the only time i have a problem is if i don't have any yeah <laughs> it's not a bad problem that <laughs> that, that or l- lemonade lemonade's another non-alcoholic one that i love yeah lemonade i can go for every day you know oh yeah although i will admit i do have uh couple bottles of the rocks tequila that i do enjoy mixing that with some lemonade oh no there you go there you go delicious (laughs) although you got to be careful because that tequila goes down so dang smooth you start mixing that with stuff for you brother (laughs) i know it it sneaks up on you quick i know i know now last but not least Best advice for anybody wanting to get into wrestling? I would say this. I would say make sure you want to do it and be committed. Yeah. You know, don't, there's going to be some things you don't like. It's going to be some things you don't understand. But at the end, it's only benefiting yourself. Um, always learn. Never stop learning. Um, and just be yourself as a person, too, you know, and then get at it when you're at it you know like hit the road jump in cars with people get cool people show up to shows help out at shows show your face around get cool people the more people you know uh Mm -hmm. the more people will start seeing your face here and there um you know like just just be committed about it though you're gonna get in this it's it's tough it's tough it's not easy easy, no but in the end in the end it's fucking awesome though like you know fucking (laughs) awesome Because you're going to have a lot of, a lot more good times than bad times. Mm. And it just comes with the territory and it fucking oh, yeah. comes with. Um, but at the end of the day, like, you you want to make a name for yourself in the business. Mm-hmm. Just be fucking committed. Be yourself, man. Get, get after it, dude. Oh, yeah. Kind of similar to what you started off with, how I tell people when they've asked me about um, enlisting. I'm like, one, make sure you want to do it because when you get to boot camp, well, you're kind of fucked if you find yeah. out that, oh, I don't want to do it then. And, <laughs> right. And you're going to have times that you're going to wonder, what the fuck am I doing? But if you're committed to it and you know it's 100% what you want to do and you get past those times, you're good. 
long as you're working towards your goal. And at the end of the day, you're working towards your goal. I want to be a professional wrestler. So you start training. I hate yeah. that. Okay, but what's your goal? I want to be a professional wrestler. All right, you're going to go back tomorrow. You're going to go back Thursday. Whenever you got to go back and training, and you're going to keep bettering yourself. Oh, I don't think I can do this. Well, you're going to keep working on it until you can get it. Maybe you can't get it perfect. Maybe get it close. Okay, there you go. Kid, go. Like, yeah. every you might get it three months before that guy gets it. It might take that guy a year to get it. It might take yeah. that guy to get it. This guy might get it on day one. He might beat yourself up and say, why can't I get it on day one? Everybody's different. But if yeah. you commit it and stay after it, you'll better yourself. Yep. It's not always going to be an overnight success story. You might right. take a while, but if you if it's what you want to do, hard work is worth it. Definitely worth it. 100%. Get after it. <laughs> oh, definitely. Now, before we go, where can people find you social media-wise? So if they don't already have their eyes on you, they can go ahead and get them there. Yeah, tell them to follow my Twitter. It's Christian Ross with a K underline underscore the end of it on twitter and then my uh shoot name is christian rolls as well but with a c on facebook so find me there i got family friends fans all on that bullshit on facebook that's all cool hit me up on there i don't give a fuck and twitter uh hit me up on there do whatever you gotta do on there retweet tweet message me i don't give a fuck uh twitter (laughs) all right yeah well we will make sure you're gonna see a few announcements break really soon um, a lot of things i can't talk about at the moment but you'll see them break soon um i'm really excited for it, especially the deathmatch world um Ooh. and uh just keep your eye out i got a lot of shows coming up as well um i'm getting pretty busy coming up this next two months um there's gonna be a lot of breaking news and announcements coming on that so stay, stay tuned stay posted all right we will have all that in the description and i'm looking forward to Hearing what those uh, announcements are going to end up being. Yeah, one, 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 one's going to be a jaw dropper for sure. So they build. So, uh, uh, look forward. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing the reactions for that one for sure. Uh, oh boy, I I know yeah. I'm going to be I'm going to be hitting you up as soon as I hear that. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, you'll see it. You'll be like, oh, this is the one, right? Oh, yep, yep, that's the one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think I think I won't even have to ask like. <laughs> If this is the one, because with the way you're talking about it, I'm like, I'm just gonna like, oh, that that's the one he's talking about. Okay. Yep, yep. I mean, you probably gotta, <laughs> you probably haven't figured out. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. But who knows? <laughs> we'll see. Mm-hmm. I I I have a few ideas in my head, but anyways, <laughs> my dogs are this one's gonna be a jaw dropper. This one's gonna be. Are you on the pages, the uh, Deathmatch Elite pages, and the Deathmatch Worldwide pages? Are you on them groups? I, I I think, I think I don't believe so. I'll add you. A lot of the Deathmatch community for all the Deathmatch shows and stuff, like they're heavy on them pages. I'll add you to them groups. It's like thousands and thousands of people in there. Oh, most like, definitely. Shit going on too as well. Well, all right. Yeah, no, I look forward to that. Well, my dogs are looking at me like they need to go outside and take care of business. Uh, I'm about to crack open another beer, so (laughs) definitely good time for that. So, oh yeah, no, I we had a good time. I like I said, I look forward to seeing that announcement. But uh, best of luck out there. I can't. Oh my god, I'm thinking. I the anticipation (laughs) is killing me. You'll see it when you see it. Well, all right. Have a good one. Take take it easy, man.